The New York Islanders got past the Edmonton Oilers, but they did it in a different way. We'll break down the secret to the team's success in this game. We've got that and a whole lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On podcast. The New York Islanders got past the Edmonton Oilers, but they did it in a different way. We'll break down the secret to the team's success in this game. We've got that and a whole lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. We have got a lot to get to on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode Feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever's on your mind. You can also follow the show on X at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on X at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for instant insight and analysis. And it's great to talk Islanders hockey with you, game time or any time. What a nice win for the, for the New York Islanders. They down the Edmonton Oilers 3-1. to one, And here's the beautiful thing. First of all, three or more goals. Again, they've done this since Thanksgiving weekend. Every game, three or more goals. This team is <clears throat> playing differently. And yet, and yet, the big thing for this Islanders team in this game was defense and special teams. And, you know, right off the opening faceoff, it didn't look good. The Oilers were moving faster and with more purpose than the New York Islanders just... A minute, 23 seconds into the game, Leon Dreisaitl scores, and it's one nothing Edmonton. And, you know, I tweeted out that it looked like the Islanders were <clears throat> skating at 33 and a third while the 
Oilers were skating at 45 RPM. And it just didn't look good, and you're down one nothing after one. Well, guess what? After giving up that goal on the first shot, just a minute and 23 seconds into the game, Ilya Sorokin stopped all of the remaining 30 shots <clears throat> that the Edmonton Oilers took. That includes three by Connor McDavid, three by Zach Hyman, three by Leon Dreisaitl. This was a good effort by the Islanders. And, you know, you hold Edmonton to 31 shots on goal for this game. That was a very solid effort. And team defense really making a difference in this game. The Islanders played a little differently than they typically do, and we're going to get to that in just a minute. But special teams also huge in this game. Two power play goals, and I loved both of them. Uh, Anders Lee with a typical Anders Lee goal. The puck is behind Stuart Skinner, but in the blue paint, and it's Lee reaching his stick around to bat it home and tie the game. And then Bo Horvat off a beautiful setup, ends up with a goal on the power play on a one-timer that was just beautiful. That made it 2-1. to one. And then a little more than two and a half minutes later, a shorty by Simon Holmstrom, his 10th goal of the year. He leads the league in shorthanded goals, and you know what set that goal up? A beautiful, beautiful play by J.G. Pajot, who hustled and then made a great pass, and Holmstrom just finished. Really a work of art. So it's defense and special teams getting the job done for the Islanders. Defense. Let's talk about defense, okay? We know under Lane Lambert, Typically, the Islanders defensemen have been told to pinch, to get involved more in the rush, to be more offensive-minded than certainly they were under Barry Trotz, and it's been working for this team. I mentioned since Thanksgiving weekend, they've scored three or more goals in every game since that one nothing shootout loss to the Philadelphia Flyers on, this. I believe it was the Saturday or the Friday after Thanksgiving. Well, in this game, the Islanders took 20 shots on goal. <clears throat> you know how many were taken by defensemen? Two. Just two. Both of them, by the way, by Alexander Romanov. So Lane Lambert, while he still wanted his defensemen to be involved when possible, really had them playing a little more conservatively, a little more, let's stay back and make sure that guys like McDavid and Hyman and Nugent Hopkins and Dreisaitl and Evander Kane don't have a lot of speed and space coming back and aren't going to get a whole lot of shots on goal in this game. No Oilers forward had more than three shots on goal. The leader in shots on goal for the Oilers, defenseman Matthias Ekholm, with five. Overall, the Islanders altered their strategy a little bit, and it worked to perfection. Three blocked shots by three players in this game. Casey Zizekas, Sebastian Ajo, 
and Robert Bortozzo. And that was a big reason for the win. J.G. Pajot with four hits. Cal Clutterbuck with five. But overall, the defense got it done now. Third period, was I concerned when with about five minutes, six minutes left in the period, they were being outshot 16 to nothing in shots on goal in the third? Yeah, I didn't love it. But number one, that tells you how well the team was playing defensively in the first two periods. And if you take out the first five or six minutes of the first period, they were even better. Uh, And two, you know, they did a pretty good job of staying out of the penalty box. Just took three minor penalties in this game. Bortuzzo, Bortuzzo, rather, Gautier, and Nelson, each with a minor. They were down five on three at one point in the game. And that was, I think, a big turning point. Because down five on three, you end up in in that situation, killing off the two penalties. You got a shorty, and that was the momentum swing. The shorthanded goal, the killing of the five on three, made a huge difference for the Islanders. Oh, yeah, there was a fourth penalty. Sorry, too many men on the ice, but they killed all of them off. Finally, the PK, which has been struggling all season, comes up big. So, defense, special teams, and some solid goaltending after the one goal was a softy for Ilya Sorokin. But after that, he bounced back beautifully. And, hey, Bo Horvat extending his point streak. That was good news. Uh, Noah Dobson with an assist. That was good news. Balanced scoring. Nobody on this team had more than a point. And yet, the only forwards who didn't have a point, Sezikis, Engvall, Clutterbuck, Fashing, and Gautier. Everyone else had at least a point. And again, the defensemen getting the job done on defense primarily. And that was extremely important against a dangerous Edmonton Oilers team. Hero and GOAT of the game. Tough to say who the GOAT was. Uh, you know, I, I just think this team played solidly. Uh, I, I can't really give a GOAT to anybody. Hero of the game, in my mind, I'm going to split it between Bo Horvat and Simon Holmstrom. Because those two guys came up with two huge goals, played well, uh, and help this team win and just a great team effort for the Islanders. Was it flawless? No, of course not. It's the Islanders. But it was solid, it was smart, and it was well executed, especially after the first few minutes of the game. So, gotta be happy with this performance. You take the two points, another back-to-back coming up. We will preview that game against the Washington Capitals. We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Bo Horvat could score 50 goals. The Islanders could hoist the Stanley Cup. 
and you can win big playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Horvat, McDavid, Crosby, or McKinnon will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. And to win a 100 times bet on sleeper, you just need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Islander fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Islanders don't get a lot of time off. They are back on the ice tonight. It is another divisional game, so it is important. It's the Islanders and the Capitals, this one in Washington, D.C. It's a 7.30 Eastern time start. It is a TNT game, and by the way, if you can't watch the game on TNT or if you're in your car, don't forget you could hear every moment of this game with the Islanders radio broadcast on Sirius XM. Just go to the SXM app and search for Islanders. This is an important game. You look at the standings. The Capitals, not far off. Just four points behind the Islanders. And, yeah, they have three games in hand. So, you win this game, you really distance yourself from the Caps. If you lose this game, the Caps are all of a sudden just two points behind and still have all those games in hand. Ironically enough, you know, if you would have told me before the season what the Capitals would be doing, uh, they are next to last in the league in goals, 31st, although again, only having played 28 games, you know, they'll be a little higher, but they're still near the bottom, and they are third in the league in goals against, and a lot of that has to do with the backup goalie, Charlie Lindgren, who has played very well, has a 9.25 save percentage and a 2.45 goals against average. He's a a 6.3-2 on the season. And, you know, Alexander Ovechkin, through 28 games, only five goals. Now, he's still Alexander Ovechkin. He may not be producing at the pace he's accustomed to, but remember, last time it was Islanders-Capitals, Ovechkin scored against the Islanders. He is 17 points in 28 games of only five goals. He is a minus three, and, you know, not playing Alexander Ovechkin-type hockey. If I would have told you 
before the season started that the two players through 28 games who have the most points on the Washington Capitals would be Tom Wilson and Dylan Strome. Well, let's just say FanDuel would have given me outstanding odds on that. The power play is killing the Capitals. They are 31st, only converting a 9.8% of their chances with the extra attacker. The penalty kill has been solid. They're 12th in the league, 81.5%. The Capitals have lost two of their last three. Their last game, however, was a road win in Carolina, beating the Hurricanes 2-1 in a shootout. Two of their last three games have gone to shootouts. They beat the Hurricanes, lost to the Philadelphia Flyers in Philly. So, you know, they're coming off a four-game road trip, their first game back home. They have not played uh, since Saturday. So the Islanders are on a back-to-back. The Capitals are rested and ready they have had three games, uh, three days off. The line combinations for the Caps. Dylan Strom, Alexander Ovechkin, and Tom Wilson, the top trio. Connor McMichael centers Alexei Protis and Anthony Mantha on the second line. Evgeny Kuznetsov on the third line with Hendricks, Lapierre, and Ivan Mironishnyenko. Then the fourth line, Nick Dowd, Beck Malenstein, and Nicholas Aubé-Kubel. The defensive pairings, John Carlson and Martin for Hervey are the top pair. Rasmus Sandin and Trevor Van Riemsdyk, the second pair. Joel Edmondson and Nick Jensen, the third pair. The goaltenders right now, Charlie Lindgren and Darcy Kemper. I think they'll go with Lindgren in this game just because he has been the hotter hand. But we'll see. A lot of guys... On injured list, Nicholas Backstrom, Sonny Milano, Max Pacioretty, all on IR. TJ Oshie out of the lineup. Got to hope the Islanders don't get intimidated by Tom Wilson. And always, always, even when the team is struggling, look out for Alexander Ovechkin. He loves to set up by the top of the circle and blast those one-timers, especially on the power play. But the Islanders have to be aware of that and... Let's face it, they cannot, under any circumstances, come out the way they did Saturday against the Canadiens, where for the first 40 minutes, they looked like they were skating in mud and just couldn't get their feet moving, couldn't play sound positional hockey, and were just getting beaten to every loose puck. So very important for the New York Islanders to be ready. And look, you got this game tonight. Then you're off for a couple of days before, you know, getting back into action last game before the holiday against the Carolina Hurricanes. So important, to say the least, for the New York Islanders to get this W, and let's see if they can get the job done. Big game, again, 7.30 tonight, and you could hear every moment of this game on SiriusXM, Islanders hometown broadcast. Just go to the SXM app and do a search for Islanders. We have got more to get to on today's show. We have our weekly farm report on all things Bridgeport Islanders, and then a our Islanders' birthday of the day, a forward who had a couple of 20-goal seasons for the Islanders in the early to mid-90s, 
and uh, then went on to play for the Ducks, Coyotes, Maple Leafs, Bruins, and another tour with the Ducks and Maple Leafs. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We have got all that and a whole lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better place to get in on the action. And the app is so easy to use. You've got a wide range of betting options like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And, hey, it's not just the NFL. College bowl season coming up. You've got the NBA, college basketball, and, of course, the NHL. Check out the odds for Islanders Capitals tonight. Maybe you want to bet the under on Alexander Ovechkin, or maybe you want to say how many saves you think Semyon Varlamov will get against his former team. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Time now for our weekly farm report as we talk all things Bridgeport Islanders. We do this almost every Wednesday. couple of games over the last week for the Islanders as they continue their season-long six-game road trip. And it was a mixed bag, but at least they got back on the winning track eventually. First game was a 3-0 loss to the Charlotte Checkers in Charlotte. Spencer Knight, the goalie for the Checkers, 23 saves to earn the shutout. And uh, second straight time, he has shut out the Islanders in uh, this year. So not a, a, a pleasant way to start the weekend for the Islanders. But the next night, Islanders and Checkers added again in Charlotte. And the Islanders skate away with a much-needed 4-3 overtime win. Robin Salo with the game-winning goal, and boy, did they need it. And other piece of good news, William Dufour back in the lineup after the personal leave of absence. He scored in the third period. So did Kyle McClain. Uh, Dufour also added an, an assist. Tice Thompson had two helpers including an assist on the game winner. Bridgeport was down 3-1 to one heading into the third period. They get the win. Ken Appleby, 25 saves to even his record on the season at 4-4. Four and four. Carlson Kuhlman also scored on the power play for the New York, uh, for the Bridgeport Islanders, excuse me. So, you look at the standings right now, Bridgeport still in a distant eighth place in the Atlantic Division. They have 15 points in 24 games. They have two games in hand on 7th place Lehigh Valley, but they are 11 points back, but still plenty of season left. And hopefully as the New York Islanders get healthier, the Bridgeport Islanders will do likewise as far as their lineup is concerned. Ruslan Ishkakov still leads the team with 7 goals and 17 points. Dennis Chalowski has 12 assists to pace the team. He's tied with Kyle McLean for second place in points with 14. McLean, six goals. That's second on the team. 
Kuhlman has five goals to be third. And then you've got Otto Koivula, Samuel Asselin, and Matthew Maggio with four goals each uh, on this team. Chalowski, the leading defense scorer with 14 points. Robin Salo next with seven. So the Bridgeport Islanders trying very hard to get the job done. Uh, and again, you know, Jakob Skerek, 3-12-1 on the year. A 3-3-5 goals against and a 880 save percentage. The Islanders need better performance from their goaltender uh, if he's really going to, again, prove that he can be an NHL prospect and to help this team be more consistent. Two games left to close out this six-game road trip before the holiday break, uh, and it is Friday night up in Hartford against the Hartford Wolfpack. So that's the Islanders Farm Club against the Rangers Farm Club on Friday night. That's a 7 o'clock Eastern time start. And then Saturday, they are in Springfield against the Thunderbirds. That's a 7.05 Eastern time start. So uh, a couple of rather uh, important divisional matchups for the Bridgeport Islanders against second-place Hartford and fifth-place Springfield, a chance to pick up some points and get back into it. And by the way, you can watch both of those games on AHL TV. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And we want to wish today a very happy 53rd birthday to former Islanders forward Travis Green, the Castlegar British Columbia native, second round pick of the Isles in 1989, uh, made his NHL debut in 92-93 with the Islanders, and by 95-96 had 25 goals and 70 points for the Islanders in what was his career best season, followed that up with 23 goals and 64 points in 96-97, but was traded midway through the 97-98 season to Anaheim, played for Phoenix, uh, Toronto, Boston, and then second tours of duty with Anaheim and Toronto before briefly finishing his career in Switzerland. Travis Green played in 970 NHL games, 193 goals, 455 points, and 764 penalty minutes. Add 10 goals and 21 points in 56 postseason games, with 16 of those games coming with the New York Islanders. And later, of course, he was the head coach of the Vancouver Canucks in the NHL and is now an associate coach with the New Jersey Devils. So, Travis Green, still active in the game of hockey. His best game as an Islander, how about November 30th, 1993, at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Islanders hosting the Washington Capitals. Rick Tabaracci, the goalie for the Caps. Ron Hextall, the goalie for the Islanders. And in this game, Travis Green, his only career NHL hat trick, three Goals on three shots on goal. He did have the game winner. Scored twice in the first period and once in the third period to earn uh, the hat trick. Dennis Hextall, 34 saves to get the win in this game. 
Pat Flatley, Derek King, Vladimir Malakov, and Marty McGinnis, and Pierre Turgeon. All of those guys had two assists each in this game. Islanders beat the Capitals by a final score of 6-4. to four. So Travis Green, a very steady, productive forward for the Islanders during his time on the island, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every dayers, tomorrow on the show, we'll have our key takeaways from the game against the Washington Capitals. We'll have our hero and our go to the game, and hopefully we'll give you some injury updates on some of the players who have been out of the lineup and uh, love to see at least some progress being made by some of these guys to get back in. So uh, we will keep our fingers crossed for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.